so I walked down to the uh, the kitchen during the break there to refill my water glass, and um, Stephanie Alexander, who was the unsung hero of the year at the Mandy's, yes, she was in the spot that now I check every time specifically for her. So you know where the vending machines are, and there's that the the microwave and the uh, the toaster are yeah. kind of over there. Yeah. The other morning, I walked over there, and she was kind of in that little little space right there. I did not see her. I just was headed straight. She for was the, using the toaster. Yes, the little, okay. I was headed straight for the, the so you didn't ice see machine. Her. Didn't yeah. see her at all. You Walked farted. right past her. No, no, <laughs> not that. Thankfully, <laughs> uh, it was not. I didn't see her, and it it was early. It did was you like kick the ice under. No, she just goes good morning. I nearly jumped out of my skin. You've done that to me before, too. I I know, and I I don't like being scared. I don't like scaring other people. So now every time I walk around there, I very quickly look into the corner, corner. and she was there again right now. And I said, you didn't get me this time because it was just a couple of days ago. She nearly – and I think her line was, don't die on me, which means she was worried. At least for half a second, she was worried about it. I think there's a thing right now going on around the radio station that you love being scared. So there's a lot of people now hiding in places. It'll somebody turn might Ellen be show. somebody might be under your desk as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> they will grab your ankle. I, I, I like my Ooh. fighting chance from down there. That's fine. Boogly boogly, remember? Boogly boogly boogly. You remember that story? Keyshawn. Where it, from upstairs yelled boogly 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 boogly, trying to <laughs> scare whoever he thought was in his head. Wasn't one of the kids or Jen I don't or something? Know, but he threw a shoe. Yeah, he threw a shoe to from upstairs. <laughs> Oogala boogala oogala, <laughs> whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever he said. Woogly, woogly. <laughs> sounded, sounds like that was planned last yeah, second. I think if Keaton won, hey, I think that whoever it was would have hit for the hills, right? All right, let's try Chris in Los Angeles. Chris, you're all with Travis Lee. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. You know, Travis, you were mentioning, you know, great, great greatness of, of AD, and it made me think, I don't know if we've ever experienced that here in L.A. because I can't think of any – particular games where the next day I was talking to my friends like, oh, my God, you see him? At least for a stretch period in the bubble, he had a couple of uh, game-winning shots. But for an extended period of time, have we even seen great, great, great AD? I don't think so. I think it was before he got to us. But since he's been here, and, and if, you, you know, if he does have the stats to show that, the fact that I can't think of it, and I watch almost every game and talk – basketball with my friends that I can't think of it I think that says a lot too that well I don't I, I don't think he's underappreciated I think he's just a good player but he's not great I think I think, I think you and I Chris are in far more alignment than you may think because I agree with everything you said except for the first part and and because I do think there was a stretch where he was great and it was the first year he was here and it was right before the bubble and it was in the bubble and during the championship run. He was great. Go back to that. LeBron won the MVP in the finals that year. And yep. Good choice. Fine. Mm-hmm. Had it gone to Anthony Davis, no one would have even blinked an eye. It would have been like, yeah, cool. AD, good choice. He was terrific through that entire postseason stretch. Because the season was so weird, right, because they shut down for a number of months, because yeah. it was played in Florida, and it was just such a bizarre circumstance. It, I do think it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. He hit the game winner against Denver in that one game to kind of ice that thing and put it away. He was as good as anybody else in the NBA at that point for six or eight weeks. He was terrific. Since then, Chris, everything you said I agree with. He's good, not great. He's occasionally great, but the, the totality of his career or his totality of his Laker career since then has been with – some frustration, a lot of missed time, 
a lot of frustration at, hey, where did he go? And then, a, hey, why can't you do that more often? Because when he is really, really good, it feels like that should be the standard. Nick Harvey on Twitter, uh, did not get the AD I thought we were going to get. When he was with the Pelicans, I was dying for him, maybe because I didn't see all his games. Um you know, when I, th- I think of specific games, it doesn't have to be the regular season. He's had games where he's had 50 with the sure. Lakers. He's had 55. There was a night, this was in 2022, he had 55-17-3. It's not that he can't have a stat night like that. I think where we probably hesitate sometimes with Anthony Davis is, hey, LeBron is in foul trouble, or hey, LeBron's going to – he's not playing tomorrow, just picking random things. Does that instantly mean, well, they're fine because they got Anthony Davis? And and I think that has happened with LeBron. And again, the players maybe we're comparing to is just not – if I said, give me the greatest player in the history of the NBA, and you said LeBron, there's only a couple other names that you're going to mention. Mm-hmm. So that's not the proper comparison. Right. But I think there are times with Anthony Davis where – I think it goes back to what you said of the expectation. I fully thought – when they traded for him, those keys are going to be handed I over. I did too. At some point, those keys are going to but be handed I don't over. It anymore. And I thought it was going to be handed over pretty early yeah. on because Braun was going into his 18th season or whatever it is, right? Right. That hasn't happened, and that's probably been part of the take. Yeah, and and my my expectations have been recalibrated. That's why I don't think he's. I I appreciate him for what he is, which is really really good. Actually, I, can I can I just say one thing yeah. to that? I I do think there are also plenty of times where he does go underappreciated. I think that there's one side of the floor that we do not pay enough attention about, and when AD's not there, you see, like, yeah, they can't play any defense. Like, there's him not being there changes everything, and that's just not the flashy side of the floor. That's not the side that everybody's paying attention to, and it's not – I don't want to use the comparison of against the Memphis Grizzlies in November. Six blocks yesterday, and nobody really even said anything about yeah, it. that's the Memphis like, Grizzlies in November. It <laughs> is. Like two for 17 with 80 no, as no, the closest No, no, I'm teasing. Defender. I'm teasing. He was, he was what, terrific. But what I'm saying is that there are certain things he does that go underappreciated because it's not on the offensive end or whatever the you case is. You know me. I, I'm, I'm a big-picture guy. I like to t- kind of take a step back and look at it from 30,000 feet as opposed to the micro, what happened last night necessarily, what happened, what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, what, what does it feel like? What does it look like? When Shaq was unavailable or got fouled out or whatever and Kobe was going to have to do it, everybody's like, yeah, we're good, man. We're good. It just and he was it, doing it in the there, freaking playoffs. There was never a oh my gosh, what are we going to do? It's like Kobe's. We, we got this. Kobe was doing this and, to everybody. Everybody and, relax. And when LeBron's down, it's a is it going to be okay? Is, is you know are, are we going to be? And you're hopeful, but it's not a oh we got this. And obviously their games are very different, but their presence is entirely different. And I'm not even talking about Kobe in the second half of his career. I'm talking about the first half of Kobe's career with Shaq, where it's Hey, even though Shaq is an MVP and Shaq is the most dominating force in the league, three-time Finals MVP right. in a when, row. When he's out, it's like, yeah, Kobe's here. It's it's cool. We're, we're going to have, and that's never been the case with Anthony Davis, other than that first year. And we could point out specific games. I could tell you against the Pacers in Indiana on the road, Shaq fouls out. Lakers still win that critical. I think it was yeah. Game Four. He does it again against the San Antonio Spurs. And I could tell you specific moments in the he playoffs, was... big time series where the, the the most dominating player in the league has to go to the bench and yeah. Kobe with this. Guys, it's, everything's fine. It's I'm like, aura. It's, what do you mean it's fine? You're 22. Yeah. Act like it. It's aura. It's presence. It's yeah. I've got this. And Anthony Davis says the right things, but the the 
him actually having it is a little hit and miss. And I think that's what people are feeling. And that's why the underappreciation is is there for a, a good chunk of the time. Also, why I was kind of surprised that he kind of got into it with the Grizzly player last night. He he. You liked that, didn't you? I liked it a little bit. Yeah. I I we don't normally see it out of AD again to be the guy. He's not going to be Draymond, obviously, but just to be someone who gets angry, who gets animated, who might make people not want to go up against him. I think that's something that could, he could add to his game. There's, to scare people. Th- there's a scare factor. I think that's exactly the right word, Em. There's a scare factor with him. It's not that he's not talented. It's not that he doesn't play hard. It's it's this, oh, damn, here he comes. Well, there's no – there's no when LeBron is in that mode, that's it. Yeah. That's it. When, when, when Jokic, when Kobe, when Giannis, when Embiid, when those guys just let, uh-oh, there's n- – uh-oh. There's no, there's no answer for it. Steph, no answer. With with AD, you feel like, yeah, we, you know, hold on, let's see how this plays out. And it's just, it's a feel thing that may be unfair to him. Maybe it's because of our initial expectation. We've never recon. I feel like I have. Mm-hmm. I just give me give me what you're giving me right now, and I'm good with it. That that's good enough to go win again. When LeBron is done, now we got to re figure what it yeah. is we're doing here but this version of anthony davis that we've had where they played 11 games 11 games 11 games you if you want to give me that 65 times a year 60 times a year plus the playoffs let's go mm. i i will take that to the bank and feel really good about it emily i'm with you on the pushing part if it wasn't santi aldama right if well, he pushed that's all of it right if he pushed steven adams or if he pushed draymond green and then when desmond bain came up to him then I'm making an executive decision to get out of the way. Have you seen the dude's arms? How does he have? I, I, Who was the guy that was like trained as a boxer for? I think he played oh, for the, the, he, the played heat. for the yeah. Heat. No, I, was it a boxer or was he MMA guy or he was like he was a an MMA guy fighter? Yeah, yeah. And the the conversation would come up like, "Hey, Push who him. would win in a fight?" I'm like, "No, that I'll guy, do that. <laughs> yeah, that guy I'll for sure." That. Let's try another one, James Torrance. You're up next, James. What's going on? Hey, thank you for taking my call. I love the show. Honestly speaking, you guys are the highlight of my day. Besides my family, but you guys are the highlight of my day. Thank you. Nice you to um, say, James. Thank you. AD, I actually see him closer to a 15 than a 10. Um, I, I just, as you guys were talking, I was going through the list of guys in the league, and I didn't have them in any, any order. It's just guys that are important to the team, guys that, that make moments that are memorable. If they're not the main guy, we know AD is like the second to LeBron, but he's not a good second. He's just he he was never ready to take the keys when LeBron was set to retire, whenever that was going to be, and we don't know who that guy is going to be until you know we find out. But he's just not a reliable player, and that push on the guy last night. I didn't like it at all because I think the guy just turned into him after getting the rebound. Whatever reason he chose to push him, he chose that. But that kind of shows a lot about AD. I'm going to push this guy, but he's not going to do with Steven Adams. He didn't bark at Bain. I don't think he's – we know he's not 10. I think he's closer to 15 if he's 15. Thanks a lot, guys. Love the show. Appreciate it, James. Thanks, James. Yeah, it's, it's funny, the the – I think the conflict is she just likes she she was happy to see a little bit of passion. Yeah, a little bit of that. I think ultimately at the end of the day, what's AD's personality? That's not his personality. It's not right. And, and th- th- maybe some guys can morph into something that just just a, there's an evolution of them. 
I think AD's been in the league long enough to where you know if somebody's 19 years old or 20, maybe they could be something different by the time they're 25. Not at this stage for AD. This is this is who he is. And by the way, that's an incredible version of a basketball player. But I, I think, like we said, there's something that comes with taking the keys to the Los Angeles Lakers franchise. Not any franchise. Sure. The Laker franchise. So him in that two-seat or you know, just right next to LeBron James is a seat that he's comfortable in. To James, is he's more of a 15 than a 10. My response, James, would be what? what is, honestly, like what is the meaningful difference between those two things? It's not a lot. You know what I mean? Like, you As may in have, there's the top five and then every, you could group. Right. Like the, yeah. the, there are – the. It's Jokic, it's Giannis, it's Embiid, it's Curry, it's Luka. It's, okay, there, there's maybe, maybe, maybe seven Maybe Tatum there, too. Maybe, yep. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure. But then there's the next group of 10 or 12 that you can all put them in any order. I don't – he's in the next group. Whatever – however many people the next group contains, he's in that group. Yeah, that's true. And and, and I think that you got to have that guy. Where he said he's not the best second guy, I think he's the perfect second guy. I think he's exactly what you're looking for in a complimentary player to your best player. He's which already is shown it. That, that part he's, he's already shown. The part that I'm also positive about he's is not that the guy. he's the best second guy. Yeah. That, that he's not if he's your first guy, that's a totally different team. It's a totally different team and a team that would need a totally different supporting cast than the one that they have right now. Uh Andrew Friedman talking about Corey Seeger and Boy, you want to be left feeling empty sleep? Wait till you hear this. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Still loving prize pick Slee. Every see, I'm a I'm a pick two guy, right? At prize picks, you pick between two and six players. Yep. You look at their statistical predictions or, or projections, I should say, and you just pick more or less. Do you think that Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for more or less than 270 yards? Do you think that Matthew Stafford will throw for more or less than a touchdown? These are the projections, and it's that easy to win up to 25 times your money at Price Picks, and it is an incredible way to do DFS. All right, so I'm with you on this, but I'm going to pick more of the NBA games. I already put my picks in for tonight. Luka, more than or less than 31.5 points. I'll go less. Jordan Poole, more than or less than 17 points. I'll go more. Um, it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less than on a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, this is the best part. It takes about 60 seconds to submit your entry, so it's super easy. It's super clean on the website. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash 710 and just use that promo code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100, pricepicks.com forward slash 710 and use that promo code 710. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You have any bonus uh, Ask Travis's, Al, that you want to get into right now? Because okay, I feel like right, talking right. about myself again. I got one. You got one? Yeah. Right. Okay, from my life. Jorge. Oh, thanks, Jorge. <laughs> so whatever happened to the pot? Back. Okay, it's back in its normal spot? It's back in its normal spot. It is uh, It's <laughs> un- undamaged. Uh, it's unblemished. It's it's back. I. You could convince me... Or you could never convince me that they used it to mashed make potatoes? mashed potatoes, no, no, but no, no. whatever yeah, they happened. did use it for, <laughs> it was returned and like it, no worse for wear. When are you making okay. chili? Follow-up question. When are you making chili? I again? made it since then, oh, nice. and guess what? I made it in the chili pot because <laughs> it was back where it's supposed to be. I have one from Chrissy. She says, uh, hashtag #AskTrav. How long is too long to leave a glass of water out before drinking it? Is a week too long? It's not oh, like it's yeah, dirty, but is, it's yeah, weird, no, no, right? That's, that's... Okay, maybe if. Even after like one night, like if you, I don't know. I have the you best guys. example. You, yep. you 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 get yourself a glass of water before you yeah. go to bed. You put yeah. it on the table in case you wake up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You want a little sip yeah. of water. The next morning, there's like some dust floating yeah. on the top. Okay, and yeah. I, I'm out. Like I, overnight is maximum. I'm here to defend. I always keep the it in my morning. hydro flask, so I'm, I don't have to. I'm here to defend the morning water. But after that, like if it's 10 a.m. or 11, a.m., I'm like, okay, that's enough. Yes. But for some reason, I'm okay with 7 a.m. But if you woke up in the – is this from the night before? Night before, yeah. But then you can just get up and go to the sink and fill it up again. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. A lot of work these days. It's the, 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 when the, the old stale water gets consumed is when you had a pretty good night the night before. You're having a good time. And it's like, you know, and I'm just not ready to kind of roll out and refresh that. I'll drink the, the dust water. And then you get the pizza on the floor. And then you're <laughs> yes, all there you go. Maybe, maybe now you're hydrated and you're full. Yeah, there exactly. you go. Sam Lee helped us out. He said James Johnson and his whole family are black belts oh, and MMA fighters. Yeah. Skip him. Skip him. Charles Oakley might even have a hard trouble with that. I don't know if Charles Oakley's having a hard trouble or a hard time with many, but the Johnson family should skip those guys. No, the guys who are actually, that's their, that's what they do for a living is fight. It's like, no. What's what's it called with the uh, the ears? Cauliflower. Boxers, wrestlers, MMA guys. When I see that, either I'm buying that that guy a drink or I'm going to a different bar. (laughs) Yeah, no, they don't know. They know what they're doing. Now, there is kind of a little code of professionalism where they don't mess with guys like us because yeah. they could kill us yeah but yeah no those pick a different guy pick a different guy so andrew friedman uh went on the dodger nation podcast and was talking about um wanting free agents wanting to come here to los angeles take a listen to this if a player who is a free agent really cares about winning i think you can look back and then look ahead and I would argue we're the best positioned of any team. Now, I'm sure other teams would argue differently, and I totally get that and respect it. But I think what we have demonstrated, where our core players are today, the strength of our farm system, our financial flexibility, I think you could look out for the next five to seven and make a very compelling argument. And so I think that resonates with free agent players, at least I hope it does. Um, and it's something that, you know, I think is meaningful in a lot of guys' decision as they're going through this. All right. Help me with this, guys. Is it just the delivery that I'm getting hung up on because it's kind of flat, because it's kind of monotone, because it's it's very Friedman-esque, right? Yeah. That Andrew Friedman is not... It's also smug, too. It's well, also, very... don't worry. I was listening to us on one and a half times speed when I was listening to it this morning. <laughs> so... 
that, that's what I'm getting at, Al. Yeah. Is is it just that when you talk like this and you don't really change the tenor of your voice mm-hmm. and your pace is very deliberate that you just sound smug? Or is it actually a smug-sounding answer? Because I agree with you. Oh, this is more like, yeah. hey, listen, we've been good for 10 years. We're going to be good for five or eight more. And if free agents, you know, they should be able to figure that out. And if they want to come here, great. We'd love to have them. It, that's that's how it landed on me. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but I, I think he just has a smug to him, period. And and it also doesn't – first off, he has a smug. Number two, the words that come out, out of his mouth is very um, – and I'm okay with cocky. I'm okay being confident with, with what you do and how great you are at your job. But I, I think the part that's missing, man, is he humbled at all? And and I I think that's the one thing that doesn't come across. That's the one thing that I I will say that, at least in my opinion of the Los Angeles Dodgers, there isn't this humbleness of, damn, you know what? It's great what we do in the regular season. It's great that we built this farm system. It's great that we have the ability and the revenue and Dodger fans are able to fill in these seats to make us – even more profitable and the ability to go out and do whatever the hell we want. Think about every time you bring up the Dodgers over the last 10 years, you can't, you have to start with how disappointing they've been in the playoffs. You have to, that, that is, doesn't that, shouldn't that humble you a little bit? Shouldn't you, I mean, listening to what he said right there, that didn't sound like a guy that has been humbled. No, it doesn't. I, I, because I don't think he feels like he should be. I, I, I think this all kind of comes together. You're right about that. The, the, yeah. the, the, this all kind of comes together with the, this is the best way. Just because it hasn't worked doesn't mean that it's not the best way. And if you don't understand that it's the best way, that's your problem, not mine. Untrained but, eye. That's that Untrained eye, precisely. It's, it's one your of these, problem because you keep losing at the most well, important times. I know that's how you feel and that's how I feel, but that's I don't, I don't think it's an arrogance to mask a, I know I got a problem, I just don't know how to fix it. I think it's a... I don't have a problem that you think I have one. It's not my problem. I don't have one. This is the best way to do this. It just hasn't worked yet. And we're going to continue to run it back because that's that's what I'm getting. This Our methodology, our track record, all of these things. And he's right. They have been the best team in baseball for 10 years in a row. And you just look at win totals. They are exceedingly heavy favorites to continue to win a bunch of games during the regular season for the foreseeable future, that the the systems in place produce what he's describing. But there's also this disconnect on, I'm not changing anything, because I want to move on to this. I want to talk about the Corey Seager portion of this, where he was asked about, hey, you know, why is he in Texas celebrating his second World Series? And the quote was, I can't get into it too much, but there are players that have engaged earlier and have shown a real desire to be here that we've been aggressive and lined up and figured things out. I think it was important for him to go out and test free agency, which I respect. He went on to say, for us, we felt like we were aggressive and tried to make it happen. Didn't necessarily have the back and forth to try to get something done. But then we ended up with Freddie Freeman and distributing our talent a little different in a little different way. Okay, I'm going to paraphrase this. Tell me that, well, he didn't really want to be here, so we went and got Freddie, uh, Freddie Freeman instead. Is that That's how I heard that. That, that. that is a, look, he should have come to us sooner with a, we want to be here for the rest of our lives. Yeah, we yeah. tried to do it, and he didn't want to do it, so good luck to him, and we got Freddie Freeman. Am I so, crazy? Because no, that's what I'm hearing. I don't think you're crazy, but is the question, so 
Is he saying it was one or the other? I don't think that's what it is. I think it's like, well, we still got a good player. Mm-hmm. We 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 didn't get that good player, but we still got a, we we spent money on another very good player in a different uh, position. Yeah, we're, mm-hmm. right. But the, 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 this this line of we there are players that have engaged earlier and have shown a real desire to be here that we've been aggressive and lined up and figured things out. In other words, the player has to come and say we want to be here too. This is the disconnect that I think we're both getting at. How about you go out there and make a pitch that maybe isn't a perfect fit for you, but is beneficial to the player so you can keep the special player? Corey Seager is a special player. I'm not saying you do it for Tyler Anderson. I'm not saying you do it for every Dodger free agent that comes around. You do it for World Series MVPs. But you do it for Corey Seager, and if he still decides that, you know what, I'm going to go over there, then you can can live with it. But if it's this, well, you know, we never really got a dialogue going back and forth where we were able to figure things out, and he wanted to go to free agency, and, hey, we got Freddie Freeman anyway. Can I I just tell you what I heard from every Dodger fan at that time leading up to it and – leading up to that season ending, and even before the season ended, all I heard from everybody was, yeah, I mean, but you're not going to go after Corey You have Trey Turner. That's why you got Trey Turner. That's why you traded and got Trey Turner. So I feel like everyone had already justified, it's okay if Corey Seager leaves because you already replaced him, and then you're going to have this guy for a year, and then the Dodgers are going to do whatever they do, and they're probably not going to go spend this crazy money on a show because you know who might be next, and I'm telling you it's the game plan or anything. Gavin Lux is going to be sitting there after that, and you got him under control, and you don't have to go pay him. Whatever he says, I just remember at that time there were a lot of Dodger fans justifying, it's all good. Corey Seager goes, he goes. Yeah, it felt like Trey Turner behind him. But the fans can think whatever they want. He's the one in charge of the team. Mm-hmm. Fans are always going to have opinions on what's happening, but if you're the guy, but that's isn't saying, that what happened too? What do you mean? Like, isn't that the storyline of we don't have to make Corey yeah. Seager yeah, yeah, yeah. a a, um, priority? a priority? Is because we got Trey Turner in the back. If it didn't play out that way, and they re-signed Corey Seager and Trey Turner was on the team, then it would be like, yeah, look, the 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 president of baseball operations, he's. I know what the fans are saying, yeah. but it kind of played out the way it, every it, fan was talking about. You needed to keep it. one of those two guys. That if you weren't going to go above and beyond for Corey Seager, then you better move heaven and earth to try to get Trey Turner to Or stay. know there's a good chance Trey Turner. But the problem with Trey Turner is a lot of those conversations were, hey, this guy probably doesn't want to be a Dodger. And, and there's a there's a fatal flaw in some of this, too, where, you know, well, if you want to win, you can, well, those guys both want to win and get paid. And guess what? They did. Teams that got paid. Corey Seager just won the World Series again and was the World Series MVP again and has three hundred million or whatever it is sure. in his bank account. Trey Turner is on a damn good team. Sure. that showed up in the playoffs. He was a big part of why they were able to do it. And the Phil. It's not like the Phillies are a one and done thing. They're they're set up to have some success for the next handful of years moving forward. That it can't just be well our way is you know it's just our way. There there are other teams that are pretty good too. Aren't, aren't those the perfect examples too? Because if there's this smug, we got everything covered, you just don't understand it. You had two fantastic players leave your organization to go to two good organizations somewhere else and still have success. You know, a lot of times you say, well, he left the Dodgers because he's just going to go get paid somewhere else. What if I can go get paid and still win? Well, and that's the difference. That's the difference between Seager 
and Turner and a guy and I don't mean to keep throwing Tyler Anderson under the bus because he pitched Poor guy. for the Dodgers. Guy's season. probably but just listening, you, just and his name keeps getting you, thrown you, out. You let him go. I, yeah. Sorry, buddy, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. Like if the Angels are crazy enough to give you three, three go, go get it. Go, go get it. Because you're gonna go, you're gonna go win 74 games, and it's not gonna go great for you because I've seen you other places that aren't here. I know it's not gonna go great for you. Good luck. We'll give you this, but but Corey, there aren't there isn't another one. And if there was one, it was Trey Turner. You let him go too. And I get it. They're free agency. Maybe you – but this does not make me think, guys, we did everything no. we could to do this, and they decided to go somewhere else. It's almost like, no, no, they have to call us. Like, Jesus, <laughs> Lord. Yeah, it's a perfect way of putting yeah. it. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Rotolo Chevrolet, right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, right there in Fontana. And when you go to Rotolo – Here's what you're going to get. You know that you're going to have a great time out there, right? You can go see what all the fun's about. Because you see Mike Capozio dancing and having a great time in all of his commercials. But what you're going to get is an unbelievable selection. Every make, model, and color of Silverado that you can possibly think of, they got you covered at Rotola Chevrolet. The price, they're going to take care of you, right? They're not going to get beat on that. But the customer service, that's only at Rotolo Chevrolet. That's how you win Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row, by making people feel special, by making them feel counted, by making sure that they know exactly what it is that they're buying at the right price, courteous, transparent, upfront. That's what they do at Rotolo every single day. So if you're in the market for a new Chevy car or truck and you've been thinking about it, Get yourself to Rotolo. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit. You can go online. You can have a great experience online, too. RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O. RotoloChevy.com. And when you get there, tell them that Travis sent you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Hi, uh, Hi. One fun thing, uh, and this is cap-related, but my sister- we call you Arthur today, or are we still going to call yeah, you Yeah, you can call me Arthur. <laughs> cap-related as in, like, lies, or cap as in cap? Cap as in, I might go to a Capitals game when I'm home uh, for uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. nice. So Very my nice. sisters and I are going to go. My sisters, uh, my younger sister does not really care for- uh, sports at all, but she was like, "Let's go watch some sports puck." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> she tell me she didn't call it. Sports she did call pucks. it sports puck. Wow, because she's just a sports ball, but there's no ball, so she says sports puck. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, at least she knew the name. It's accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. she knew the name. Yeah, all right, sports puck. Uh, all right, so in sports puck, my Anaheim Ducks sports puckers. Hey, they, sports puckers. they came behind. They they got two goals in the third period to beat the Preds last night. Hey. There you go, my Anaheim Kings sports Kings. puckers are playing very well. Yes, go off Kings. Um, so San Diego goals were amazing <laughs> yesterday. Uh, so Patrick Ooh. Holmes was one of the guests on the Manning cast uh, on Monday Night Football, and I'm going to play a piece of sound that um, maybe was a little bit much out of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick, we talked to you. Uh, we saw your old teammate, your backup quarterback, Chad Henney, said you have a few superstitions and that one of them has been wearing the same pair of red underwear okay. on game day for years now. And I love a good superstition, but you know, couldn't you just do something like eating the same pregame meal? Did it have to be the red underwear? <laughs> well, 
You know, um, well, first, my wife, Brittany, got them for me, so I had to, I'm not, not throwing y'all down, but I have to wear them, you know. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, I threw them on that first season. Um, we had a pretty good season that season. I only wear them for game day, though, so I can't get – they're not too worn down. They're not like these, like, nasty – I clean you them. Wash them. Um, you wash them? I do. Oh, I wash good. them. I wash them every once in a while, at least. Is it a thong? Um, if, if is it a G-string? What is it? I mean, if we're, if we're on a hot streak, I can't wash them, you know? Like, I got to just keep, keep it rolling. So, uh, you know, it, as long as I'm winning football games, uh, I'll, I'll keep the superstition going. No doubt. Hey, never, hey, Patrick. never mess. All right, can't take them off. All right. I'm trying to do my Patrick Mahomes impression. All right. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, a little bit. This is a bit too much from Patrick Mahomes. Travis, Patrick Cap. I think that's fact. I, I, I think that it is a bit too much. I'm, I'm pro superstition. If you think it works, it might work. Yeah. So go do it. But you don't have to tell me all every little detail of your underwear habits. That they're I'm, red. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. they, that they're red is a fine detail. The sure. rest of it, how often. Even the red, I'm sure. How I infrequently I they're laundered. I, and he's I really also now um, a spokesperson for Skims along with his wife. So he could also is just get Is that an new... underwear brand? Yeah, it's uh, okay. Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, oh, okay. yeah. Shea Gilgis, too. Yeah. Um, and, well, NBA is underwear brand is skims now so mm-hmm. of course it is yeah i'm i'm good with not knowing 98 percent of that berg no it's cap i mean he he was asked the question he answered the question he didn't give away too much they kept going further on it they wanted to know if it was g-string or what it, what kind of underwear it was he's just giving the answers that's absolutely cap i that's fine what he, what he wants to do with his underpants it's fine <laughs> that's how underpants? He, it. he calls him underpants Okay, Captain Underpants. It's underpants. fact. It's fact for me, but this is what got me. Okay, if he was wearing the same underwear, and it was once a week, and he thought whatever reason that's why he's winning. Okay, that that's it is what it is. I wear my underwear. There's a good chance I'm going through the same one once a week, right? Sure. He said it was once a week. the The problem is when he said, "But if we start winning, we start going on a winning streak. I don't want to ruin anything." So now you're basically wearing draws that underpants. You had four weeks in a row. You go on a four-game winning streak. You're wearing the same one, (laughs) and and you're not washing them. He was playing around at that point. I don't think he was. I thought you, like you said, he was telling the truth. He was this. He was that. I think he was telling the truth. I'm. uh, Yeah, that's why I go fact. I I was good up until the not washing them. Jorge, fact. Uh, Two questions about this. Those are boring. When you're in high school, you have a locker. You (laughs) keep it for the rest of the time, right? This guy travels, so does he take it or does the equipment guy carry it for him? Does that make sense? Like, I'm sure he packs it. I think he packs it. It's gross. not him. He has, he has a guy. That's gross. Yeah. He has a guy. Uh, yeah, that's gross. There, I'm sure there are like tongs involved. <laughs> yeah, right. It goes so in a all bucket. Of us, they clean all of it. All of us are fact. How's Matt's suit? Yeah, Berg. Who cares? I Berg know. is. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let's keep going. Ride the streak. He was asked the question. He answered the question. All right. So Sauce Gardner, the cornerback for the New York Jets mm-hmm. apparently does not care for New York style pizza, and obviously, if you're in New York and you don't care for New York style pizza, that's pretty terrible to yeah, the New York problem. people. That's a so there is an LA equivalent to a New York player not liking New York pizza. So there's an LA thing that if an LA player said I didn't like X, then that would be as bad. Berg, factor cap. In fact, this is pretty easy. Josh Hart said that um, In and Out was overrated. That's it. That's right there. Oh, yeah, you are now lost to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said it was in when he was in New Orleans, so it was okay. Not really, but you can't say anything about In and Out and get away with it. Al, 
Yeah, I think that's the equivalent. I don't know if I come up with a better equivalent. I mean, what are you going to say? Uh, avocado toast? Like, what, what's <laughs> that, the? That is pretty good. I mean, maybe <laughs> that's the equivalent. Just in the back. I, I, want some um, I think that's probably yeah. the best comp. Can I just go back to, even though this has nothing to do with the New York pizza? Like, you don't like a New York slice of pizza. I don't know if I know it's, anybody it's that doesn't giant like it. Slice, okay, flat, make it a smaller slice. You have to fold it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trav, Trav, you have to fold it, but it's also it's thin. Like somebody says, they don't like Chicago style. I get it. It's, it's seventeen thick. layers. It's lasagna. Of cheese. Called it's, pizza. It's, it's, yeah, it's not it's even a, pizza. I understand, but a New York <laughs> slice of pizza, I, I can't walk three blocks if I'm in, if I'm in New York without grabbing another slice. Trav? There is one other. In and Out's the best answer, but there there's one other thing that had you asked this question, I don't forget the timeline exactly. Say called five years ago, definitely ten years ago. Okay. A Dodger dog. Oh, if yeah, you, not if, anymore. If, not anymore because they 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 ruined it's them. Delicious, I love. But it. if you would have said the original grilled Dodger dog, Farmer that they John. served Farmer at Dodger John. Stadium <laughs> from nineteen whenever it opened fifty something. I prefer the rubber rubber now, one right no, now. Yeah. The Dodger dog. You guys doing your own show over there, or what's going on? <laughs> well, we're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is not an athlete because uh, In and Out is the one, but Lindsay saying that <laughs> Cleveland tacos are better. Hey, no. Get out of here, dog. Hey, Brian, come at me. Uh, <laughs> Bacon wrap dog. Right. Outside. Yeah. The outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Street dogs. Experience? Mm. <laughs> well, all you need is Farmer John Dodger dogs available now at your local grocery store. Amazing. Eastern most in quality, <laughs> western most in flavor. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, also from can, Monday can I, just real quick, can I ask? Do we ever get the full backstory of what happened? They changed vendors. Yeah. So, but it was like, they don't want to pay. I, right. Why? Well, I, I get that. Cheap. I get that portion of it, but it's the. Even the outcry and everything, there wasn't ever like a, you know what, guys, let's be smart about, let's just go back to what we had before. It just didn't nope. matter. Farmer John, by the way, is at LAFC games now. Oh. You can get it, you can get the Dodger dog at an LAFC game. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew Friedman didn't want to invest the time. <laughs> <laughs> to if they want to be a part of a winning program, Farmer John will come back and do what they're the supposed name to on do. The front exactly. is what they come for. That's good right All right. There. Also, uh, on from, from Monday Night Football, Stefan Diggs uh, interrupted. Hey, Jorge, what's his name again? The guy who does the uh, ESPN Monday Night Football oh, Spanish podcast? Monday Night Football. <laughs> All right. So, Stefan Diggs interrupted um, his broadcast, and I want to play the sound real quick. ¿Qué onda, mi hermano? ¿Cómo estás? Lo siento. ¿Monday Night Football? Sí. Una, dos, tres, cuatro. Monday Night Football. Americano Football. Fútbol americano. Fútbol americano. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. Hermano, gracias. De nada, brother. Bueno, este. All right, so this is a solid uh, Spanish interaction out of Stefan Diggs. Uh, Jorge, fact or cap? Fact, I like John John Sutcliffe and the bit he does with all these players, Aaron Rodgers. They all play along. They all play. I, I love his bit. Yeah, it's, I love it on Monday nights. Trev? Yeah, I, I'm assuming Stefan Diggs is not a fluent Spanish speaker, but he was able to kind of slug his way through that pretty Uno, well. dos, tres, right. cuatro. <laughs> he, got a, he got a Lo Siento in there. He yep. got a De Nada in there. Yeah. We, we got just enough of it for he was in and out, and Mi Hermano was in there as well, so he did a great job. Yes. Yeah, my favorite part was that instead of saying Monday Night Football on Trace, he said yeah. Quattro. <laughs> 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 He's yeah. great, man. 
It's it's fact. Yeah, he did a great. He did a really nice job. He got all the words in that he needed to. He said them all correctly. I it sounded great. I like that guy. Al? fact, and it it doesn't have to be perfect. Doesn't be, no, no no. Just interact and go along with it. And he obviously did that. So fact for me. Anytime there's an exchange in a language that I don't speak, but I feel like I kind of understood what was happening, you I did a good job. Understood all of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there, and it wasn't like high level. No, it was, but it was just enough to where I knew they were saying everybody got what they needed out of that for sure. Um, the Rams have an anniversary coming up this week that may have been, other than the Super Bowl title, may have been the highlight of the Sean McVay era. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an accident. Call Sweet James. Easy, right? Here's why it's easy, and here's why you need to make the call that I've made, my friends and family have made as well. If you're hurt in an accident, call Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. 1-800-900-0000. When you make that call, here's what you get. You get the best attorneys in America. That's what they've been awarded. You get access to somebody that knows the insurance game, right? Sweet James used to work for the insurance companies. You get multiple attorneys looking at every case. You get somebody that knows the settlement portion of the game. And if they don't get the settlement that you feel like you deserve, then they've got the trial portion of it covered as well, where they win 98% of the time. This is why Sweet James is an all-star in this business. So if you're hurt in an accident, make the call that I've made, my friends have made, my family have made. Call Sweet James. Car, truck, or motorcycle accident, give them a ring. 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-900-0000 and sweetjames.com. I just had like the most Pavlovian thing happen to me in quite some time. I uh, went, walked down the hallway to make a pit stop during the break sleep. And you know, sometimes that hallway smells not great because of all the- Because you farted. No, <laughs> you're preoccupied What's with that What's happening today. there? Yeah, I, no, did I miss yeah. something? No. Did this no. occur? <laughs> Uh, it smells like <laughs> hamburgers and french fries in the hallway, and now I'm terribly preoccupied. Like I'm, you, you, That's tough to get You out barely of. have my attention at that's this tough point. I'm to thinking get out all of. the different places that I could go. Everything all right, Em? I'm a little concerned great. that that's your, yeah, your was, first uh, guest <laughs> twice today. Okay, okay. I was, okay wait, yeah. let me just go over. Here's what, I, here's wait, what I'm Can I just explain from my perspective? <laughs> yeah. I'm just automatically <laughs> assuming something happened. No, no. nothing happened. No. I just thought it was going to joke. Those are out of the... <laughs> fart jokes well, I did work. tell her what... Came I out did, of nowhere. <laughs> I did tell you the one story where... Yeah. That, that did happen once in the hallway. Right. Where I thought I was by myself <laughs> and I wasn't. But so also, we know that. I know that I story, too. I told you that too. story, too. Yeah. I know that yeah. story, too. But, fart jokes always play for one. Uh, I mean, again... You're not <laughs> wrong about that. Um, but it got me... <laughs> this is just, again, off a tangent. So remember last week when there was that video that kind of surfaced of... Someone who looked like Bill Belichick leaving someone's house. Do you guys see that? I do yeah, not. I do. Okay, mm-hmm. so there was a guy who looked a lot like Bill Belichick. No shirt on. No shirt. Was shirtless, leaving someone's house at dawn. Okay. Presumably, you can make an inference about why he was leaving then sure. without a shirt on. Sure. But then someone was joking that <laughs> all guys do this as soon as they leave a girl's house that they've been at, they've been holding it in, and then you close, open oh. the door, and then you let it rip. <laughs> and so I was thinking, I was trying Thank to be, I was trying ah. to be one Thank of the guys. So I, you, I have more follow-up about uh, Belichick. The, the, the alleged, did we ever get confirmation that it was or wasn't? Uh, no confirmation. It was just somewhere in, uh, it looked like a Boston suburb, okay. slash maybe, maybe Nantucket. Was it and a very I, strong resemblance? I, I, yeah, didn't even send, know, I didn't even know it was a question. <laughs> Jorge. That's Wendy Williams. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Jesus. I didn't even know that was a question of it not being him. Oh. I, I thought, yeah, that's. It looks that much like him? 
I haven't I, seen I, it. No, I'm just assuming it's him. Okay. It doesn't. It's a, it doesn't even look that much like him. I'm just assuming. When I saw the video, I'm like, yeah, well, Belichick is leaving somebody's home. All right. So it was week 11 of the 2018 season that one of the coolest sporting events that I've ever been to in my entire oh, life took place. Yeah. You saw a good chunk of it, but not of, all of it. A lot of good stuff. The Rams and Chiefs played what is widely considered the greatest Monday night football game of all time, what is on the short list of greatest regular season football games of all time. It was a game that the Rams won 54-51. to 51, And I believe this to be – I know it was true at the time, and I, and I don't think it's happened since then. It's the first time in NFL history where the losing team had scored 50 or more points. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so they had 51 points the Chiefs did and didn't win the game. That was 2018 Week 11. Taken down. Ball is loose. Picked up. Ebucom returns it for the score. Scoop and score. Rams. There you take a shot, you're Kansas City. Mahomes, here he comes, and he gets a strip sack again. Ball is loose, still loose, and it's scooped up that time by John Franklin Myers, Aaron Donald again. Wow. Goff, with time, can find the open guy. Goff, third and goal. Goff. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goff. Everybody thought he was going to go dunk it, but he didn't get high enough. He canned it. Oh, my! Ebucom! As he tries to work his way in and does his second touchdown of the night. Two TDs for Samson Ebucom. That's a detail that I don't think a lot of people remember. Mahomes winds it up wide open as Hill. I think you were in the car by this point. I'll tell my story. I got my version of all this. Golf on first down. Everett in stride. Wow! Touchdown Rams! They have passed midfield. Play action. He's going to wind it up. Downfield. A wobbler is intercepted. It is picked up. It was a game that had so many back and think, think about just the names you heard there. Marcus Peters played in that game. Todd Gurley was in that game. Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Travis Kelsey. Like just so many just mega, mega, mega yeah, stars. Yeah. And yeah. everybody, Aaron Donald, and they all played at that incredibly high level. The game wasn't even supposed to be here. It was supposed yeah. to be in Mexico City. Yep. Uh, it was I think it was a Shakira, Shakira concert. Shakira concert mm-hmm. out of Stegman. Yeah. Where they tore up the field and they couldn't get it fixed in time. It was uh, it was something else. And you had a very different experience. Well, okay. So real quick, Mahomes throws six touchdowns. Is that a okay. lot? Goff, four hundred and thirteen yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Mahomes had three interceptions that game. Tyree kills numbers, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, uh, 107 yards. So it's, it's just kind of it's funny to look back at that game, 54 to 51. You had an experience. And plus, we thought the NFL was forever changed that night, too. It's all coming up when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.